This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. Chat GPT is the most underrated tool when it comes to you getting a competitive edge. And that's one of the things that I wanted to dive into today on your everyday AI. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. My name is Jordan Wilson. I'm your host. And if you don't know, Everyday AI is a daily live stream, podcast, and free daily newsletter helping everyday people, all of us like you and me, not just learn what's going on in the world of AI and here's all these tools and techniques you should look at, but how we can actually leverage it and put it into play in our daily lives. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today uh, when we talk about how we can gain a competitive edge using ChatGPT. All right. So if you're excited, if you're joining us live, let me know. Drop a question. Drop a comment. What do you want to know about using ChatGPT and how you can get a competitive edge? So before we get into that, we're going to do what we do every single day here on Everyday AI. We're going to run over highlights of what's going on in the AI news. Um, we do this every day. We've been doing it for 100 plus episodes. All right. So let's take a quick look of what's going on. So uh, generative AI is drinking a lot of water. So we've mentioned this in the newsletter before multiple times, but a new Axios report is looking at it a little more in depth. Um, and it's talking about, in this example, how data centers uh, in Iowa for Microsoft uh, have consumed about 11 and a half million gatters of, uh, gallons of water a month for cooling. And this is why now a lot of these large companies are now talking about um, environmental impact of generative AI. Um, and this is very common across all companies. Uh, you know, previous reports have shown that ChatGPT, as an example, requires about 16 ounces of water for every couple dozen prompts. So uh, as often as we're talking about generative AI, it is also extremely important to talk about the um, environmental impact of, of these uh, new tools and techniques, right? Uh, second, speaking of Microsoft, we finally have some context on what Bing Chat actually uses in terms of uh, the large language model. So there's a lot of speculation for many months on, you know, hey, does Bing Chat use GPT-3.5? Does it use GPT-4? Um, and in which does it use in which mode? Uh, so after many months of speculation, Microsoft's head of search, uh, Mikhail Perikin, uh, revealed on Twitter what Bing is using in those different queries. So there's different modes. So in uh, Bing Chat, if you're using creative or precision modes, it's using 100% GPT-4, which is different than kind of what everyone on the internet was led to believe. Um, and balanced mode uses a combination of GPT-4 and other models. And some of those other models include the Prometheus model as well as uh, Turing language models. So uh, interesting news out of uh, Microsoft and Bing Chat and what all of these um, models are using, right? Uh, all right, last but not least, AI news. Uh, the biggest consulting companies in the world are racing to train employees on generative AI. Uh, so a new story that just came out less than an hour ago uh, is detailing how PwC, PricewaterCooper, um, is rolling out AI training for 75,000 workers in North America to help them incorporate generative AI technology in all aspects of their work. Um, so 
Um, they've also invested billions of dollars in doing this, and they join just about every other big consulting company that over the last couple of weeks or couple of months um, has talked about investing billions of dollars, not just in generative AI education, but also in their own programmings, uh, in their own programs and large language models. You know, we talked about on the show uh, last week and the week before, you know, kind of what uh, EY, Deloitte and other huge consulting companies are doing in terms of um, investing money and training their employees. So uh, I don't know, to me, it sounds like all these employees should be taking our uh, PPP course, our prime prompt polish, but that's just me. All right, let's get in. Let's let's talk about uh, what we started the show, uh, ChatGPT. And I think if I'm being honest, ChatGPT with plugins is the most overlooked tool right now for any business. Um, and you can get so many competitive advantages um, just by using ChatGPT with plugins correctly. I'm excited to talk about it, but first, uh, got a shout out. Got to shout out everyone joining us. Um, and again, if you're in the pod, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever else you're getting your podcast, make sure to check out the show notes. We always leave links back where you can come ask questions, uh, engage and connect with other AI enthusiasts. Uh, today's show, I already see a lot of comments coming in. Uh, we have some of the, I'd say, some of the brightest and most talented uh, everyday people pushing generative AI. Um, in our comments every single day in the everyday AI community. So speaking of those people, uh, Val, uh, Val saying good morning, glad to be back. Uh, Michael uh, saying good morning, asking what everyone worked on this week. We have everyday AIers, everydayers, uh, I, th I think is what we call ourselves, um, working on projects together, which I love it, which I love it. Uh, Peter, thank you for joining us. Dugley, uh, Douglas uh, joining us. Uh, Woozy, Rodriguez, uh, so many people, Dr. Harvey Castro, get your questions in right now. Um, what do you want to know about chat GPT, um, and using it for competitive advantage? I, I, I have great thoughts on this y'all, but I want to get to your questions. Uh, Val shouting out PPP. Thank you, Val. All right, let's get into it right now. And I'm going to do something that sometimes I do. Um, I'm going to start at the end. I'm going to start at the end. I've been told sometimes I drag you on for too long. So uh, you're, joining, you're joining live. So let's go ahead and start at the end, shall we? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just show you a very quick example of something that ChatGPT with plugins can do, okay? So as a reminder, there's a free version of ChatGPT and there's a paid version. Um, and if you want to do a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about today, you need the paid version of ChatGPT. It's $20 a month. It is, in my experience, I don't know any $20 that is providing a bigger return on your investment, right? Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. And if you are joining on the podcast, don't worry. I'm going to do my best to describe what I have going on, but I'm doing it live, okay? I have this chat that I've trained. Um, more on that in a bit. And I just hit enter. So you can see how long this takes in real time. And I'm going to read it to you. And I think I may have showed, uh, done this on the show once before. So I'm saying, please assume the role of a financial analyst at Nike. You know, you are known for being able to read through long legal documents, pulling out most important information at the level of a management consultant and chief financial officer. And then I'm saying for this task, read this Nike annual report. And then I'm leaving a PDF to Nike's annual report. 
And then I'm asking, after you've analyzed all the data, uh, use those results, and I'm asking for very specific information displaying the results of um, operations for fiscal 2019. In this, in this example, I'm saying that we're going to be looking at multiple years of uh, Nike's financial reports, right? So I'm asking ChatGBT to pull out data from this long report, okay? And then I'm asking ChatGPT to create a CSV for me because this Nike PDF, this annual report is 109 pages long. And there's a lot of information that is on many different pages. So essentially what I'm asking ChatGPT to do is to analyze this very long financial document, all right? And pull out information that exists on multiple pages. That's the other thing. This isn't just on one page, right? This financial information is on multiple pages. And I'm asking ChatGPT all in the same prompt to also create that CSV. And then let me highlight this part here. I'm also saying, finally, from the CSV that you've generated above, please also create a visual representation of the data using a graph or diagram with the diagram plugin that is best suited for the data, right? So now let's go ahead. Again, I did this live and it's already done, right? ChatGPT has already given me a huge edge before I can even explain to you all what's happening here. Okay, so in the body of the response from ChatGPT, here's all of the results of the financial uh, of the financial ad, uh, analysis of fiscal year 2019 for Nike based on this 109-page PDF. And it is pulling accurately. Our team has tested this. We always test things exhaustively before we share them with you. All of the revenue, cost of sales, gross profits, um, selling and administrative expense. This information is on different pages. That's the thing. We're not just pulling um, I'm not asking ChatGPT in this example to just pull, you know, one little graph. This information that it's pulled is coming from hundred, a hundred and nine pages of a PDF. Okay. Now we have in the body of the response from ChatGPT, it has created a table in its response. So yes, it does respond to me with nicely formatted text, what I asked it for in this 109-page PDF. But then also in the body, it's created a nice little graph with some high-level financial outputs, right? And then I have here the spreadsheet that I asked it to make, right? And then I can download that spreadsheet right there. And we're not done. This is all one prompt, and it's been done for much longer than I've been rambling on. Now it's saying, let's visualize the data. And it's showing me along the way, the different plugins that I've used. And it says, here's the visual representation of Nike's results for operations for fiscal 2019. And I have this graph that's already done for me, okay? Where it's showing revenue, cost of sales, gross profit, selling and administrative costs, all all of these different um financial markers from this 109 page PDF that by the way, didn't have any charts or graph, or it didn't have any graphs um, in this, in this PDF, I don't believe. 
And it's all there. And not only can I download all of these documents, right? So in this one response, I'm downloading a CSV. I can also go in and edit this diagram. All right? So as I take a little sip of my coffee here, I want to just reflect on what we just did here in ChatGPT, and then we're going to give some other examples. And this, y'all, is why I tell everyone, you need the paid version of ChatGPT because what we just did there, this is something we teach in our, in our Prime Prompt Polish course. It's free. If you want access, check out the, uh, in the podcast notes, in the show notes, or if you're listening, just type PPP in the comments. I'll send it to you. We do this every week. We do our free PPP training every week, and we do have our pro training coming up, which is also free. And we're going to be doing a lot more on these plugin packs, right? Um, and I know a lot of you are very eager. I sent out the email last week with the PPP uh, pro dates, but let's talk about exactly what we did there and how in, in a couple different ways that you can use ChatGPT to gain a competitive edge. I think you've probably already, if, if you're still watching or listening, you've probably understood what we did. By using multiple plugins in the same chat, it's what we teach. We call them plugin packs. You Google that, you're not going to find anything. This is just our secrets that we teach to our everyday AI community in the PPP course. So we use a plugin pack. And that's where the real power of ChatGPT comes. Because that analysis that we just did, it's a very real analysis. Not just if you're a, a management consultant or a financial analyst, uh, uh, analyst. That is a very real project that a lot of you out there might be working on something very similar. And let me actually just tell a story. And I'm going to get to all your questions, so please keep them coming in. I want, I have a couple other examples, but I want to get to your questions. What are your questions? What are your biggest questions on how you can use ChatGPT for a competitive advantage? But first, let me tell a story and kind of how this, even this, uh, this plug-in pack that we just talked about, uh, which we call DDV, which is Document Data Visualization, right? So we're going through a long PDF. We are giving ChatGPT access to read the PDF. We are giving it access in this one chat to create a CSV, to write a spreadsheet. And then we're also giving it access to visualize all of this data from the spreadsheet, from the long document, right? That's mind-blowing. You know, I've talked about this once or twice before, but what you can do by giving ChatGPT access to information, because you need to share access, you need to share information with ChatGPT, but you also need to give it the tools that it needs to perform complex business operations, right? All right, I told you a story, quick story. I used to do something similar to this all the time, right? I spent a decade working um, in nonprofit leadership and we partnered at a very high level with Nike and Jordan brand, you know, helped create uh, Michael Jordan's community program uh, in Chicago and throughout the country actually called Wings. And we would actually have to do this a lot. You, you know, uh, our team would be reading long annual reports from other nonprofits that had partnered with Nike, right? So we're talking about hundreds of pages of reports, right? We were looking at 
financial documents to, to make sure that our um, financial reporting was in order. We would spend so much time reading through long PDFs, long white papers, long RFPs, you know, requests for proposals. We would be pulling out information, manually typing it, creating spreadsheets. And then in a lot of instances, we would be creating graphs from all these documents. This is literally the DDV document data visualization plugin pack that we created was born out of my experience of doing this largely for a decade in knowing now the competitive advantage by putting this all together in chat GPT, you know, depending on the project, it used to take us dozens of hours to put together some of this. Now you can cut that time down by 95%. And you're talking about getting the same kind of insights in minutes instead of days or instead of weeks if you know how to do this correctly. That's story time. Enough story time. I want to get I want to get to uh I want to get to y'all. I want to know what your questions are. All right. And I do have a couple other examples. I'm not going to go that deep into it because um I promise this isn't going to turn into one of those, you know, hour long episodes like we accidentally did with our uh 100th show kind of celebration. And were you guys here for that? Did you guys watch and listen? Let me know. I want to know. Um, all right. Let me see. Let me see what we have going on. Uh, Brian Brian says, if you have not taken PPP, you're probably not using chat GPT effectively. Absolutely. Uh, it's actually wild to me, Brian. You know, all these companies, we talked at the top of the show, you know, uh, PwC is spending billions of dollars training its workers on generative AI. It's like, hey, hey, PwC, send them all into the free PPP course. And then you're like 80% of the way there. Um, Leonard saying good morning. Thank you for joining us, Leonard. Uh, all right, Val. Great question. Val is asking, what are the plugins used in this prompt? It's a great question, Val. Um, so in this example that I just gave, the DDV, that's our plugin pack, document data visualization. We did in one prompt, we used three different, uh, we used three different plugins. So again, with plugin packs, you can only have a maximum, at least right now, I hope OpenAI changes this, you can only have a maximum of three plugins enabled in any one chat, okay? So for this chat, um, Val, thank you for the question. We are using the plugin AI PDF. There's a lot of plugins for that read PDFs. There's like 30. Try them all. AI PDF, at least for us, is probably the most accurate, dedicated PDF reading plugin. So we use AI PDF. Then we use uh, make a sheet for the CSV file. And then we used uh, diagram. That's literally the name of it. D-A-I-G-R dot A-M. Then we use the diagram plugin to create that nice looking um, diagram that I showed on screen. And the great thing with the diagram plugin as well, you can click it, go in and make any edits to that graph in case it's not exactly what you want. Uh, great question. Um, all right, Leonard's Leonard's saying, do the prompts designed to beat AI next time uh, from the uh, BCG study? Yeah, that's a great idea. All right, uh, Ahmed. Ahmed, thank you for joining us. Uh, so Ahmed's asking, how to consider the impact of AI on research, development, in various fields? Yeah, this is it right here. Um, so I'm actually, great, great question. I'm going to go ahead and jot myself a note. 
I'm going to talk about that here uh, in a second and how you can use ChatGPT. Because guys, I'm not just giving one example. I wanted to go in depth, give one example, take all your questions, because I hope that that opened up um, some thoughts for you on how you can use ChatGPT to get a competitive advantage. But I have some other uh, some other examples that I wanted to get to here in a second. Um, Box My Brain joining us from YouTube saying PPP. Don't worry. I'll send that out to you. Um, Peter, thank you. Hey, I think Peter's making a plugin. We talked about it, right? Uh, so yeah, thank you. Peter actually answered the question before I could even get to. Thank you. Um, Leonard saying PPP is amazing. Appreciate that. Um, Dr. Harvey Castro saying, I love plugins. He created his first plugin, which I've used it. It's great stuff. Uh, the decision matrix plugin. Um, all right. I just want to make sure I'm scrolling through all the comments again. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you do have a specific chat GPT question on how you can use it to gain a competitive edge, please get that question in. And as a reminder, if you are listening on the podcast, I'm an open book, y'all. We literally put our email. I put my, my LinkedIn URL, reach out to me, reach out to me, right? We have the free PPP course. Um, send all your employees to the course. Um, all right. Let's keep going here. Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free Prime Prompt Polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realize that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. Thomas is saying, Jordan's speaking for me. I like to see the work in action. Yeah, I just showed you that, that uh, our DDV plugin pack live. And it did what would probably have taken a human analyst at least, even if, if, even if they are a expert in this space, just to do that one prompt I showed you, reading through a 109-page PDF, even if you're a fast reader, to read through that, grab all that information, put it in a CSV, and to create a diagram, I mean, I don't know, at least 15 hours at bare minimum, and we did it in 15 seconds live here on the show, <laughs> Right? Yeah, thank you, Thomas. I hope I'm speaking for some people. All right. Let's talk about now. I think I got to all your comments, but drop a comment now if you want to know some other ways that you can use ChatGPT for a competitive edge. But I want to talk about a couple others right now. Competitive analysis is one of the easiest and most time saving. Uh, kind of prompts that you can run inside ChatGPT. So I always said, and and, and we'll leave a, a link to a previous show where we talked about plugins, but as I give you a couple more examples, you should always, 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 always 
have an internet-connected ChatGPT plugin enabled anytime you use ChatGPT, even if you think you're not going to need it. Here's why. Even if you're on the paid version of ChatGPT, if you start a new chat by default, all of the information you're getting is now more than two years outdated because the cutoff, the knowledge cutoff for GPT-4 and all GPT models is September 2021. So there's not a lot of great information you can get out of ChatGPT that you shouldn't first be connecting to the internet. We've tried every single internet-connected plugin. There's more than 20. Um, so the ability to query the internet, to do uh, general research on the internet by being able to search on its own is key. Uh, being able to read PDFs is key. Being able to read specific websites that you give it access to is key. And other large language models, even great ones. I, I, I do love Bing Chat. Uh, Cloud is pretty good. Bard is pretty good. If you give them specific URLs, they're not always going to crawl them. Uh, I've, I've done this live on the show and I've done multiple videos on this before, but that's why you really need to be using ChatGPT with plugins, internet connected plugins. Because here's another example you can do, a competitive analysis. And we'll share, we'll share uh, an example prompt in the newsletter today that you can use for competitive analysis. Don't worry. I'm not big on one-shot prompts, y'all, because there's enough bad information out there you, uh, being used right now with prompting because you should never just use a copy and paste prompt. You always need to train an expert chat first using our PPP method, Prime Prompt Polish. But a competitive analysis prompt is amazing. You can tell ChatGPT, here's my company. Here's my company website. Here are my three biggest competitors. Here's their names. Here's their websites. Now, go read all of their websites and you can give them specific pages. Maybe if you want to do a competitive analysis on a specific service that you and all of your competitors uh, have in common. And then you can ask ChatGPT all in one prompt to do a complete SWOT analysis, right? Strength, weakness, opportunity, threat. On a competitive SWOT analysis on a specific service offering that you and all of your competitors all offer is, I think, one of the best competitive analysis prompts that you can run inside ChatGPT because you give it access to all of the information it needs. And a lot of times that would take an extremely long time to do. And here's the other trick, y'all. A lot of times companies, especially if it's a very if, if it's a high value service offering that companies provide, they'll usually create a white paper or a PDF selling that service. And a lot of times companies don't even know the amount of information that they have online. So like so many companies don't know. Because again, I should always caution you when saying this, when using ChatGPT or any other large language model, you should never upload confidential or sensitive or proprietary information into any large language model, because all large language models use that data to train their models. However, so many companies are unaware about just all of the information that's publicly available, right? Go ahead, search, search your website in Google, type in site colon, put in your website, type a space, and type .pdf. You will be surprised at the amount of just PDFs out there that your company has you probably didn't, maybe you didn't even want them on the internet. Maybe you didn't know. Maybe someone uploaded it, you know, to your CMS, your content management system, and didn't know by default 
that search engines and large language models are, have already crawled it. And your competitors can probably easily find that. So I always have to say that. But going back to this competitive analysis prompt, prompt running a SWOT uh, analysis on a specific service offering between you and all of your competitors, the results that you can get from that are mind-boggling. And I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. And this is why you know you know you you heard all this uh, kind of I won't call it noise because it's real. And I've been saying it on the show since day one. Management consultant companies are in trouble if they're not already using large language models because this is essentially what they do. Except generative AI can do it so much faster. And that's why, like I talked about at the top of the show, companies like PwC, uh, EY, Deloitte, the biggest you know, consulting companies in the world are rushing to train their employees on generative AI and to create their own gener- uh, large language models because they've realized, right? They heard this early on and they're like, ah, no, nah, this, is, this is noise. This is going to go away. And then- the smart companies out there have already been using this for months. And I know companies are using uh, tactics like I'm sharing with you now. This is their secret sauce. There's going to be companies out there that when I say this, first of all, they're going to learn a thing or two, I guarantee it, because we've been doing this, I think, more than most people. Uh, we're running plug-in packs every single day at Everyday AI to run our business. Um, and... Uh, at Accelerant Agency, um, my digital strategy company based here in Chicago. Um, But companies now, when they hear this, and it's like, oh, this information is out in public because not a lot of people are sharing how to do this, right? Because it doesn't go viral, right? This podcast episode is not going to go viral, Uh, you know, but people like to share prompts and those go viral, but you shouldn't just copy and paste prompts. You need to understand how a large language model works. You need to understand how you can give ChatGPT the access it needs um, to do all of these tasks that are incredibly time-consuming, right? All right, last but not least, I don't want this show to go on forever. If you do have a question, if I didn't get it in, get the question in now. And as a reminder, if you are listening on the podcast, make sure to go ahead, drop us an email. If you want access to the PPP course, just say PPP. You don't even have to say anything else. You don't got to talk to us. You know, we work with robots all day. We don't need to be impressed by your words. Say that. We'll, we'll send it over to you. All right. Um, Yaddy, great, great point here, Yaddy, saying, I think all major consultancies had ha- have had AI subject matter, uh, subject matter experts for a while, but they're usually behind the scenes. Uh, I agree, Yaddy. And here's the other thing. Even a lot of AI subject matter experts, if I'm being honest, what they're trying to do is they're trying to convince their companies to build their own large language models, which they should be. But I'd say very few, even AI subject matter experts are taking this low-hanging fruit. It's already there. Any information that already publicly exists on the internet, give ChatGPT access with a plugin pack and you can already do the work that you'll already be doing anyways, right? Um, As a research analyst, as a management consultant, as whatever, a data strategist, this, this data, for the most part, there's so much data already out there. You should be putting it 
and using ChatGPT as long as it's not confidential, uh, proprietary, anything else. Even the quote unquote smartest minds in AI aren't doing this right now. And it's available today, right? I think your AI subject matter experts, which makes sense, they're working on more uh, longer term projects and building out, um, you know, kind of their own uh, large language models or, you know, wrappers around GPT-4 using the OpenAI's API. That's what they're focused on, but they're not doing what's already publicly available, right? Doing these things I'm talking about on the show could save so many companies dozens of hours reading, researching, analyzing, automating, and writing all of it, right? All right, a couple others. I talked about doing a competitive SWOT analysis uh, for service offerings, huge, because then even from that, you can create marketing materials based off of what you find in that competitive SWOT analysis on service offerings, huge. You can create entire landing pages, email sequences, ad copy, all of that, just based on that initial analysis. So if you're trying to revamp one of your main services and maybe your competitors are gobbling up the business and, and you don't know why, run that analysis. Give ChatGPT access to all of the information that it needs and run that analysis. And then use those findings to then create better marketing, right? Because if you show ChatGPT, here's all of our competitors, here's how they're marketing that service offering. Now I, now I want to make it better, right? I want to outperform them. I want everyone, find our USP, find our unique sales position amidst all of this competitive analysis and then help us create compelling copy, compelling advertising, compelling email sequences, compelling landing page, um, you know, can, conversion elements based on our USP through that competitive analysis. There's more. I just mentioned email marketing. That's a huge one. Here's, here's another secret, y'all. Are you ready for a secret? I'm going to take a little sip. We're going to wrap this up soon. Don't worry. Are you ready for another secret here? Email marketing is something that the overwhelming majority of companies don't spend enough time doing. Why? Because they like to have meetings. They like to get 20 people in a room and talk about email marketing and they like to, uh, you know, say, all right, we're going to make this a quarterly goal to start, you know, restart our email marketing. Um, but, but why, why aren't you just putting out highly valuable content every single day using ChatGPT? Again, train it on your company voice. Don't make it ro robotic. That's what we teach in the PPP. One of the things, but email marketing is such a untapped revenue source for the overwhelming majority of businesses. And they don't do it because they don't understand. They think it is this time-consuming process. It's not. And here's the cool thing, y'all. So many companies now, there's companies out there that have, that you can track all of your competitors' uh, emails. There's also companies that have large databases. You know, I talked about Nike and Adidas. You can go on these websites, type in, type in Nike or Adidas, and you can see every single email they've ever sent or at least since these uh, you know, different services have been tracking. So a lot of times, I, we, we do this for our clients at Accelerant, we use that information. And we'll look at, instead of us reading the last 1,000 emails, 
that Nike has sent. If I was working at Adidas, I would upload those all into a single PDF and I would probably do it for Under Armour and Reebok and, you know, whatever, whoever my other competitors were, I would put it in a, in a PDF, each of them in a PDF. And I would say, Hey, ChatGPT, here's what we're trying to do. You know, we're working two quarters ahead. We're trying to launch our, uh, since it's fall already, we're trying to launch our spring line, you know, our spring 24 line. Here's out. Here's every single email our competitor has sent. Analyze all of their early spring promo emails. Give us the their marketing angle, their tone of voice, their sales, their promos that they're running, right? We're talking about, you could do thousands of different spring apparel, marketing, promotional emails from a dozen competitors just by saving all of these as PDF, giving ChatGPT access, and then saying, hey, outline me, out, give me 10 different ideas on a 10-part email sequence on what we can do. Give me dates. Give me everything. I don't want to start selling. I want to, prov- uh, I want to provide education. I want to provide information. I want to provide entertainment. I want to create a 10-email sequence before we even start or launch our new spring line, right? And look at our competitors, look at the techniques that they're using and then help us build that out and help us replicate it and put it in our company's voice, right? Because then you can upload your best examples of email marketing and say, all right, now launch us. Yeah, I like option three. You gave me four different options of a 10 email sequence. I like option three. Let's start writing those emails right now, right? I'm going to wrap it up by saying this. And I've said this before. Most people in most companies are barely scratching the surface of ChatGPT. And one of the main reasons why is because no one knows how to work with a large language model. You know, people just think, oh, I'm going to find a great uh, prompt online and I'm going to copy and paste it. And here we go. That's not how a large language model works. I know I like, I know I kind of rant on this um, sometimes and I'm like the old AI man on the porch shaking his fist. But if you're not using these techniques that I just talked about inside chat GPT, you are asking to lose business, right? I've referenced this a couple of times. We had uh, Corey Warfield on a, on a show a couple of months ago, great AI mind. He said, if companies aren't already using chat GPT, you have 18 months until either you go out of business or you lose so much footing against your competitors that you won't be able to catch up. If you're not already using generative AI to do so many of these things when it comes to just competitive analysis, research, right? Because these tasks are time consuming, right? If you still have a team of people reading 100 page PDFs, stop it. Stop it. You obviously need to know how to use a large language model correctly. And you always need to test up front. That's what we tell people. Test up front that your processes, that your plugin packs are properly accessing and analyzing the information, but then stop. Stop wasting your time. Stop working like you're from 1999, right? It's like those companies that try to push off the internet. You can't push off generative AI. You can't push off using ChatGPT plugins in your business. You can't delay any longer not getting a competitive edge by using ChatGPT. I just laid off, I just laid out the blueprint for y'all. 
Now you need to go put it to work for you. Simple as that. We help y'all. We teach you this for free. All right. So as a reminder, thank you all for joining. Please, if you haven't already, why have you not signed up for our email newsletter? Like talk about things that are like, oh, whoops, you're not using ChatGPT for these reasons. You're not giving it access to analyze your data, to analyze all of these long PDFs and help you create documents. You're behind. If you're not reading our daily newsletter, that's free. You are behind. I guess since I'm already in rant mode, I'm going to end it with this rant. Our email newsletter is by far the best in the game. And I'm not saying that out of bias. I'm saying that because we've ran what I just told y'all. We've ran all of our competitors' email newsletters through ChatGPT and we've spent time. And guess what? All these other AI companies, all these other AI newsletters, whatever, they're all putting out the same content. No one is telling you. Everyone's just saying, ah, here's 50 new tools. Here, look at all these shiny things. No one's telling you how you can actually leverage generative AI in your business and giving you tactical examples, bringing you expert guests on every single day, breaking all of those insights and golden nuggets down and telling you how to use them step-by-step. No one else is doing it. We are. If you don't want to get left behind, if you want to outsmart the future, go sign up for that email newsletter. Came off with hot takes Monday, y'all. Normally, I save those for Friday. Thank you for joining us. Sign up for that email newsletter. Join us the rest of the week. We have some amazing guests. We have some amazing guests. I'm actually going to go ahead and uh, plug, plug our show for tomorrow because I'm extremely, I'm extremely excited for tomorrow's show, right? Um, we always bring on an everyday AI. We always bring on, yes, everyday people, uh, but we also bring in big names from big companies to break it down for all of us, right? To, to, to keep it, um, to keep it simple yet effective. All right. So if you guys didn't know who we have coming on tomorrow, I want to do a better job talking about upcoming shows because we have some amazing guests and I got to give them, I got to give them a little more shine, a little more shout, right? Uh, so tomorrow, uh, you see, I have on the screen here, uh, sorry, got a lot of lot of DMs going on, but um, we have Rodley Seth, who is the senior product manager at Microsoft. That's right, that Microsoft, um, coming on and talking about the evolution of product managers and how you can use AI storytelling, uh, AI powered storytelling, to better run your product management. It's going to be an amazing show. Thank you for joining me. I hope to see you mar- uh, tomorrow and every day on Everyday AI. Thanks, y'all. That's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.